Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You mess with the bull, you get the horns. You get the horns. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Follow me on Twitter at the Roy Green Show. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. A few more lines from uh, Ms. McLaren's column, and then we'll speak to Professor Curtley. This will just take a few seconds. Close to the end of the column, she writes, My fleeting co-feeding experience has made me wonder why, with all the fuss that's made over the health benefits of breastfeeding, wet nurses, i.e. lactating nannies, aren't more of a thing. I mean, if you could afford it, why not have an extra pair of lactating boobs around for the crucial first year? Those 18th century aristocrats had one thing right. In any case, this is all to say that breastfeeding is a lovely and marvelous thing, as is co-feeding, and everyone should do it. Just don't try it with a stranger's baby in a bedroom at a party if you're 25 and stupid. Professor Jane Kirtley joins me on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network, professor of media ethics and law at the University of Minnesota. Jane, as I as I read that that those lines from the column, what were you thinking? Well, you know, when you called me about this story, I actually had not heard about it, even though I read the Washington Post online most days. I had not seen their uh, discussion of this, and I really couldn't quite believe that this was a serious. Uh, column that had actually appeared, but apparently it was. Um, I don't know too much about the reputation of the author, only what I've read about her, but it sounds like she specializes in what is often called personal journalism, that she uh, tries to be edgy, she tries to be provocative. I mean, one reaction that I had almost immediately to this was, if this happened 15 years ago, why are you telling us about it just as um, M.P. Chong is uh, seeking a leadership position in the conservative party? Um, it, it just, I mean, is that the news peg that is, is causing her to justify this column? Um, I was fascinated to read reader comments on the Washington Post site uh, reaction to this, and I, I say it, it split into basically two groups. One were people that were uh, aghast at the thought that anyone would try to do something like this, and several people who identified themselves as women who have nursed or are currently nursing their own babies just talked about the absurdity of it, given that uh, Ms. McLaren was not lactating herself and could not possibly have actually breastfed this child. Um, others were expressing horror about the prospect that a stranger would take such a liberty with somebody else's child. I mean, it wasn't even a, a friend of hers. It wasn't even a child whose parents she knew uh, to simply invade that child's space seemed really weird to them. But I, you know, I think another way to look at this, and I'm not condoning it in any way, 
is that the editors um, clearly dropped the ball here. Editors exist for a reason, and one of them is to caution columnists when they are going uh, off the rails. And I'm not saying that there wouldn't have been a way to write this column. Uh, I, I'm not her editor, so I'm not going to say what I think it would be. But it sounds like the Globe and Mail is taking the position of, oh, well, it got up there accidentally, and um, that isn't really anyone's fault, but we're going to suspend the author anyway. It's, it's a very odd situation, but again, in that sense, not unusual, because many news organizations, when they have something embarrassing happen, tend to close down in ways that they would never let their sources get away with. So this is a very curious uh, compendium of things all coming into one column. Is it, is it, do you think it's going to end right like now, in the next day or so? It's just a, a story that, that ran for a few days, got, no pun intended, titillated people, <laughs> got them uh, interested and, and very strongly opinionated. Or do you think this one's going to have some shelf life? Well, I, you know, I can't, I can't respond to that. I can't say with any certainty. Um, I think a lot kind of depends upon, uh, you know, her reputation as a columnist uh, yeah. and a journalist in Canada. We certainly have had instances of columnists in the United States who have written bizarre columns that have maybe caused them to be suspended and then they come back or committed the much graver journalistic sin of plagiarism or fabrication. Mm -hmm. um, you know, fabrication was, frankly, the first thing that occurred to me because it just sounded so bizarre. Well, I looked at the um, calendar and I thought April Fools is coming up. Maybe yeah, this is an April exactly. Fools joke. I mean, you know, but it seems to have been corroborated by Mr. Chong. So if if that's the case, and I guess we don't have to worry about that part of it. Do you think though um, that when when you see a column like this and it gets a reaction, you saw a reaction in the Washington Post, and this ran in the Globe and Mail in uh, in Canada, but you get reaction in other publications, maybe globally. I don't know where else it might have run, but does this allow or does this encourage columnists or? broadcasters or anybody in the media to say, well, maybe I can take it an extra foot or two. Maybe I can be a little more edgy. Maybe I can write about these things. I mean, my feeling is this column would have turned off more people than it would have made feel like they were reading something worthwhile. Well, I mean, you know, the, the reality, of course, is that for some people, uh, the ick factor actually is something that they find attractive. But, you know, maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I'm with you. This was not a column that I enjoyed reading, that I found uh, enlightening in any way. It just seemed incredibly narcissistic and, and self-indulgent, um, a characteristic that is not unusual, especially with inexperienced young columnists. But Ms. McLaren's been writing for since for a long time. Twenties, yeah. So it's a it's a little bizarre. There's something else that troubles me, and uh, and that is just picking up another person's baby. It, it, it's not your child. It, oh, why is the baby alone in the in the room where the clothes are? I don't know. Maybe they just got the baby ready, and somebody went to the washroom, and then they were leaving. But to go into a room and just decide, based on you think some sort of um, communication with that infant, that the infant wants you to try to feed the infant, that's just, that's just weird. 
It, well, it is weird, and that's the word I saw over and over and over again in reader comments, you know, a, a, apart from the concerns that people raised about, you know, if, if she really was lactating, you know, what if she had a communicable disease? You know, she's, she's you know, forcing herself on my child without my knowledge, without my consent. Um, it's an entirely different matter if, if Ms. McLaren and her friends want to cooperatively engage in this co-feeding idea. That's a completely different issue from this. And, right. you know, frankly, I, she's lucky that the police were not called on her. I think so. Uh, I would have if I had I would too. the place of Mr. I would too. Now, if you were advising the editors of whether it's the Globe and Mail in this column or whether it's a similar situation and it's a media organization that's run something that is akin to this story and they say to you, uh, Professor, what do we do about this person? What do you think we should do? What, would you, what advice would you give them? Well, again, as I as I said, I, this doesn't strike me as a journalistic sin on the level of plagiarism or fabrication. Those, to me, are firing offenses, and, and there's no excuse for that. This is a judgment issue, and I think this is somebody who needs a, a serious uh, talking to with editors about the editorial standards of my news organization, um, You know what we feel that we owe our readers, um, what the role of personal journalism is, should be in a column. I mean, in, in some columns, that's really all that they're about, and that's very popular. I was just reading one on the yeah. St. Paul Pioneer Press today, not on this topic, but it was a very personal column. Um, and sometimes those are, are good things. But again, I, I think my point would be, I'm going to turn it back to the editors. They have a responsibility to talk to their writers about this. They have a responsibility to vet material like this. And if they think it's a great thing, then they should be prepared to stand up for it. They shouldn't be suspending their columnists. If they don't think it's a great thing, I think they need to explain why, even if it's just in a few sentences to explain this didn't meet our standards, you know, whatever it was. But to just disappear it, I think, does a disservice, frankly, to everybody, including Ms. McLaren. I, I, you know, I'm not here to be her apologist, but it's, it's not fair to her or to the readers to just take something like that away and leave it for public speculation about okay. why it was that you didn't think it was fit for the public to see. Jane, as always, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Roy. Jane Kirtley, professor at the University of Minnesota, professor of media ethics and the law. 800-263-2428 is my number. 1-800-263-2428. What would you have done? If you had a baby and a stranger was picking up your baby and was unbuttoning her blouse and you wanted to pick up your baby, what would you have done? Would you have called police? What would you have done? Is this story, what effect does this story have on you? What questions does it raise? Or is it okay? This really, I find this disturbing. 800-263-2428, share your thoughts, please.